<laughs> it's news to others, but it's a testimony to some of us. Unfortunately, I've always said that uh, October being Breast Cancer Awareness Month kind of diminishes domestic violence. And uh, this week and next week, we're going to wear purple. And there'll be ribbons, if you'd like one, at the back, at the service. Because we need to be more aware of domestic violence in this country. And one out of every four women and one out of every seven men have been victims of severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. We need to acknowledge that. We need to acknowledge that. Can we do that? All right, let's go to work here. It's good to see all of you all blessed people. You know why you're blessed? Because you're here. Amen. All right? <laughs> One of the things that gets most people in trouble that they can't get things done, and at the top, I think it says, live freely and lightly, and the reason a lot of people can't live freely and lightly, they got too many things in their hands. Well. And when you have too many things in your hands, sooner or later, you're going to lose something. Or you can't do what God called you to do. And so we're going to talk about that. I want some of you in here, you remember they used to say years ago, I don't know if a jack of all trades and master of none. That's right. We want to try to be a master of the things that God has called us to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so what we, what we have to learn is there are some things you need to drop. It's not that important right now. There are some things in you. I thought until about three weeks ago, I think it's three weeks ago, that it was important for me to be at church every Sunday. And you don't know, I had missed a service in 21 years or something like that. And that was important to me, never to miss a Sunday, to show the congregation how tough I was. Right? Never got sick. He was always there. But when I ended up in that hospital, and some of you know it, and it took three spots of cancer in my spine to let me know that it's not really important for you to be there every Sunday. And then I told you all last Sunday, God wasn't impressed with me because he had been here since eternity. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? So uh, uh, what was happening is that's called vainglory. Mm. I was doing that for me to impress you all. All right. And uh, that doesn't work because sooner or later, something will show you who you ain't. That's right. Do you understand me? That's right. So my hands ain't full every Sunday now. And if I choose not to be here, you won't see me. <laughs> and I won't be sick. Uh, no more records, right? Because there's some things that are more important than that. Right. We've got people that can handle that when I'm not here. There are things that are more important in the, in, than that. And we're going to talk about it today. The church is a place where we are to grow spiritually. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sooner or later, you're going to have to drop some things that you have thought were important in your hands and take care of some urgent things that are there. You don't get a chance in life to call the shots. And some things has nothing to do with the devil, some things has nothing to do with God, it's just called life. 
you know, we're going to have to deal with, I'm not the only one that's going to have to fight cancer and, and radiation. You know, I'm a three-time cancer survivor now, right? And I'm still here. I didn't ask for that. God didn't put that on me. That's the thing that just happens. He gives me the strength and the power to deal with those things. Do you understand? And, and, all right. But that's life. And so what, what the Bible is to do is called the commentary of life. It is to teach us. Once we get saved, it is to teach us how to deal with life. And so we need life lessons. We need the scriptures to talk to us because I tell you all something you don't know. Okay, ask me what? What's going to happen this evening in your life? You don't have control over everything, but, there's, but we have to be empowered and ready so if something does come up that we have the strength and the communication through the Holy Spirit in partnership with him that we can deal with life's issues. Does that make any sense to anybody at all? Because wouldn't it be nice if we could live to be, everything would be perfect and we live so long, close our eyes and go to heaven. Wouldn't that be nice? Then we wouldn't want to close our eyes and go to heaven. We'd want more time here, right? But it's not that way. So Paul, Paul teaches us something. Now I want you all to hear me very clear. There are some people in here that if you would empty your hands of your past, you could have a good life in your future. There are too many people caring yesterday here. Good or bad, it doesn't do you any good. All right? Ask the royals. That's a fact. You can be world champions one day and just a regular team the next, right? That's right. You see, we don't get, we don't get a chance. What happened yesterday? And some, listen to me very carefully. And some of you have been abused. Some of you have been misused. Yes. Some of you probably dealt with this domestic violence. But if you keep it in your hands, it will paralyze you from your future. Right. Does that make any kind of sense at all, what I'm saying? Right. We want to live freely and we want to live lightly. We want to live a good. You see, God wants the first two people. We're in a paradise. Y'all do know that, right? Yeah. God wants us to live a good life. That's right. And sometimes we don't live those lives that God has lived. It's because of what we're carrying with us. You got to let it go. Here we go. All right. Turn with me to Philippians chapter 3. I'm going to read verse 12 through 14 from the King James. The Bible says, I believe Paul stated, Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. That's called words. Paul is saying, I used to be after other things. Now, I ain't got it together yet. But there's one thing that I'm doing. I'm going to follow Christ. He said, I'm going to follow Christ. And, 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 and if he says that he used to do something, that means he ain't always followed Christ. So for us, that's a good thing. Wherever you're at right now, you can make that transition and follow Christ today. That. That's the way it works. That. You can start today following Christ. There has to be a time in your life when you have to say, I'm emptying my hands of all this craziness. And I'm going to follow Christ. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right. He went on to say, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. He said, I ain't got it all together yet. I count myself not. I'm, I'm, I don't have it all together yet. I look like I got it all together yet. I talk like I got it all together yet. But he says, I don't have it all together yet. We're talking Paul, the greatest Christian ever. People say, no, Jesus. Jesus wasn't a Christian. He's a Savior. Paul, the greatest Christian ever. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's right. telling us, hey, right. man, I'm working here. Said, I haven't got it together. And that's why we should come to church. You come to church because of who you're not, not because of who you are. That's right. Do you understand what I'm talking about? He went on to say, but this one thing I do, 
Forgetting those things which are behind. Stop. He says, one thing I'm doing, I'm forgetting how my mother treated me. Well. I'm forgetting how I didn't have a father in the home. I'm forgetting how I was bullied in high school. You're 50. I'm forgetting, yeah, I'm forgetting of the names that I was called yesterday. I'm forgetting of that bad divorce that I went through. Do you all understand what I'm saying? He says, I'm forgetting the sad things and the bad things that happened in my life. And then he said what? He says, I'm reaching forth unto those things which are before. He says, I'm emptying my hands of those things behind me, and I'm going to have empty hands and reach of those things that God has got before me. That's pretty simple, people. You see, empty your hands of yesterday so God can give you something today. That's, right. That's, That's what right. it's all about. Sadness, you're gone. Shame, you're gone. Blame, you're gone. My hands are empty. I'm reaching for what Christ has for me. Make sense? All right. Paul says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ says, Jesus. I'm focused now on a higher calling in Christ Jesus. I used to be focused on what I could have or what I did not have. But now I'm focused on that higher calling in Christ Jesus. And I have never seen a man or woman that was stretching for that higher calling in Christ Jesus that didn't have joy in their heart. That's right. Do you understand? You see, happiness is determined by happenings. Joy is a spirit quality, and God gives you joy. Reach for him. When you reach for him, he'll give you joy. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right? Turn now to Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, and I'm going to read it from the King James. Then the voice, and just so we understand, from the message. And Pastor wanted, we don't get this. When we walk out of here, we want people to look at us in a different way. And guess why they look at us in a different way? Because we're going to look at ourselves in a different way. Ask me, what does that mean, Pastor? You train people to how to treat you. All right? You train people how to treat you. People treat you how you look at yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. If you're looking down, they'll look down. You look up, they'll look down. You see? That's right. All right. And I believe this is Jesus saying, come unto me. Now, here's the problem. We're working for the wrong employer. <laughs> Do you understand? This is where the problem's at. You're working for the man. The man, hey, the man ain't thinking about you. You see, if I'm going to, listen here, come unto me, all ye that labor and of heavy laden, and I will give you what? Rest. He said, I'll give you rest. And that's what the gospel's saying. Out, you want rest? You want peace? You want life? Go to him. He'll give you rest. Because guess what? He'll take some stuff from you that you don't need to be bearing yourself. That's right. You see? Paul says, I'm crucified with Christ. So that means all that stuff should be gone. Let me tell you something. Why are you carrying that cross? Hmm. Let me tell you something, people. You are robbing God. Ask me why. You're carrying your sins. Didn't he die for them? That's right. They belong to him. That's right. You're carrying your guilt. You're carrying your shame. Didn't he die for them? Why are you carrying them? Well. Oh, I'm glad somebody's getting this up in it. Right, here, here we go. And Pastor, when it said, all ye that labor, labor is a physical or mental effort, especially when difficult. What are you doing? Well, I'm working on what? Well, I did. Did as a yesterday. That's right. You understand? 
Some people are on a treadmill in life. Living and walking and working and getting nothing done. Well. All right. You still love me? I was going to say, if you don't, don't die now. <laughs> and the Bible said, those that are heavy laden, and heavy laden is weighted down with a loaded burden. See, what are you in here this morning? I got the answer for you. You don't have to pay the psychologist $150 an hour. I'm giving it to you. Some of you free because you don't give an offering. But anyway, <laughs> but you're getting this information in here. Huh? You understand? I got the answer for you here. Read that. The answer is in the gospel. That's right. Why are you stressed out over something you can't change? You see, some of you got, you know, it's, it's amazing that we have, some people have children, you know, and sometimes you have children, you, know, you got a knucklehead. That's right. Right? That's right. And some folks say yeah, they choose to be a knucklehead. We've just been talking about that. You can't help them because they don't want to help themselves. That's right. And see, here's me as a pastor. I love y'all, but I ain't working on nobody's life no harder than they working on it. That's right. You see what I'm saying? That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go, right? The Bible goes on to say, put my yoke upon, excuse me, take my yoke, put it on your shoulders. He said, let's switch with me. I'll take yours, Jesus says, you take mine. That sounds like a good deal to me. Yeah. That sounds like a really, really good deal to me. So what I did, I said, here you go. You got this, Jesus. Some of you got some grandkids or kids or spouses and friends. You need to say, uh, Jesus, you got my son. Jesus, you got my daughter. Jesus, you got my husband. Jesus, you got my wife, that's right. that's my employer, whatever, because I ain't carrying this. I'm giving that to you because that's something I don't want to deal with and I can't handle it. You see? And then call him on it. Said, you said it, you got it. All right? Pastor, a yoke is something that represents a bond between two parties. And, and see, it's supposed to be like this, not like this. That's right. Jesus takes it and makes it like this. Okay, I want to go to something else. You having a good time learning? Yes. All right. Again, he said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your see, soul. See, Jesus says, look at me and you'll find rest for your soul. You'll have peace and rest for your soul. That means there's no stress. And if you, you're not depressed, you understand what I'm saying? The number one cause of disease in the United States of America you know, is called stress. Right. And, and it leads into depression. And we got all this medication because people are stressed out. You know why they're stressed out? They're carrying something that belongs to Christ. Well. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right. Jesus said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. In other words, he said, your people will put something on you you can't carry. Give it to me. I can carry it. And what I'll give to you, you can handle it. Isn't that right? I feel really good today. Man, three weeks ago, I was a hurting soul. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, what happened was Jesus got cancer. He's got spine cancer. That's right. <laughs> he set me free. He got it. <laughs> That's why I'm up here, you see. Right. said, okay, you got it. Do what you got to do. Because I, I ain't carrying that. Because there's some folk that need to hear me. Right? So you deal with that. I'm good. And, you know, you, I, I would do it for y'all, but you wouldn't understand it. I feel like I could do the moonwalk up here. I feel so good. 
Yeah, all right, go ahead. Huh? Because I'm not carrying anything that's too heavy for me to carry because God won't put anything on me that I can't handle. Do you understand it? You got to believe that, all right? You got to believe that this morning. Believe that this morning. And the reason I can tell you been through it. Do you understand? All right. The voice says, come to me all who are weary and burdened. He wants, said, you come to me all who are weary and burdened. So come to me. If you're weary and burdened, he wants to deal with that. You don't need to deal with that. All right? And Has anybody ever changed anybody's life and he'll say no? Well, Can't holler hell on. Well, I'm going to deal with somebody else's. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's God's business. The old folks used to say years ago, some of you old folks, I'm going to turn you over to God, boy. We need to do that. All right? Okay. And Pastor Weary is to become exhausted in strength. Why are you so exhausted? You know why you're exhausted? You're carrying something that doesn't belong to you. You're a Christian. Do you understand? And some people are meddling in somebody else's. Do you understand? Some, people's, some people are going to go to hell, right? Y'all do know that's why this place called hell. Heaven and hell. They choose to go there. Right? Do you know that you have people who choose not to make it? who don't want to live better. They're satisfied. And there are people that's going to be stressed out over somebody who's comfortable being where they're at. Well. You say, I want better for my son. Your son don't want better for himself. That's right. Or daughter or whoever, okay? Please. All right. To become exhausted in endurance, freshness, patience, <laughs> and tolerance. It's called woe out. Yeah, went to the hood right quick. Didn't I go there? <laughs> Sister Kim went right there. Woe out. That's what grandma said. I'm woe out. Ain't you tired? Yeah, I'm woe out. Well, quit meddling. Let God tend to God's business. And you tend to your business with God. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. I have no clue where I'm at. Yet. I'm on the voice. Where at? Voice, All right. I'm on the voice. All right. <laughs> Pastor, that's why Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and burdened. He said, come to me. And I will give you rest. He said, come to me, I'm going to give you rest. It's simple. Get on your knees, do some meditating, yoga breathing, or whatever you do, and say, Jesus, I'm coming to you because this is too much for me. That's scripture. And say, I'm going to count on your word. There's one thing, there's two things Jesus can't do. There's two things God can't do. Lie and fail. All right? He says, put my yoke upon your shoulders. Mm -hmm. It might appear heavy at first, but it is perfectly fitted to your curse. See, he knows me. He said, put my yoke upon your shoulders. It might be heavy at first, but you adapt to it because I know what you can handle and what you can't handle. My mother's favorite song used to be years ago, uh, he knows just how much you can bear. That's right. God ain't going to put nothing on you you can't handle. That's right. You see, he knows what fits you. Now, people will put something on you can't handle if you let them, and you will put things on you can't handle if you let yourself do it, but God will not put anything that you can't handle because he knows what you can handle and what you can't handle. All right? Jesus went on to say, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. Jesus said, I'm gentle and humble of heart. America could use that right now, couldn't it? He said, when you are yoked to me, your weary souls will find rest. He said, when you're yoked to me, you find rest. I know it. I've been through a lot of things, folks. But God has never let me down. I was never, ever, never in my mind 
that it was time for me not to be in this pulpit. Ever. I never worried about it. I was hurting, but I never worried about it because I trusted him. I trusted in him. I never worried in the hospital. I was hurting in the hospital, but I wasn't worrying in the hospital. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's how you got to live your life. Again, he says, you don't want to be sick and then add worry to it. That's right. You don't want to be lonely and then add worry to it. Huh? Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Some of you sitting in here, you know why you're here? Because God wanted you to hear the message. You ain't that intelligent enough to know you're supposed to be here. He said, I'm going to wake them up this morning. They're going to hear this message because somebody's in here sitting this morning. You've got too much stress in your life. You're worrying about stuff you can't change. You need to let some people go. And you need to take better care of your own self. That's, right. That's just a fact. And again, Pastor, it's because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. His burden is light. Okay, keep going, please. Question. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Now, this is what you know I was going to go there. Religion is God's, excuse me, religion is man's way to reach God. And it will wear you out. That's right. God's way for you to reach him is simple faith. Period. Religion has got some of us working so hard on our lives, we tired. Every time I get through one thing, religion saying, I need to get, do something else. Do you understand? And God is not impressed with religion and church doctrines. It is faith that heals you. It is faith, yes, that will move the mountains. That's right. There's no place in the scripture where it says, say thy mountain religion and it'll move it. It says, if you have faith of a mustard seed, you say mountain of trouble, mountain of grief, mountain of shame, mountain of blame, go and it will be moved by your faith. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? I tell people all the time, I'm not a religious man. I'm a spiritual man, but I'm not a religious man. But I'm a man of faith because faith will move mountains. That's right. That's right. Faith will give you the power to walk away when you want to stay. Yes, you understand what I'm saying? Faith will allow you to leave your past behind you and start a new life. That's right. Because he said so. All right, are you with me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. Jesus said, you need to chill out. Sit over here with me and get your life back. Get your life back. Let's, let Satan steal your life. Get your life back. So come over here with me. We're going to talk a little bit. Get your life back. All right. He says, I'll show you how to take a real rest. She said, I'll show you how to take a real rest. Yeah. Walk with me and work with me. Said, work with me. Watch how I do it. Said, Look how I do it. And you, if you read the scripture, Jesus is always going up in the mountains and what? Praying. And rest. And he would leave them other 12 there, wouldn't he? And he would get by himself and go up in the mountains and rest. Some folks in here, you need to take a rest. Take a rest. Get yourself together. All right? It ain't game in over. It's halftime. Go rest. Come back ready to go. That's right. Tell people, I done took a rest with Christ. Stuff stops in here today. I got a new life. Right? All right. He says, learn the unforth rhythms of grace. You would never know that I put this together, right? Learn the what? 
Unforced rhythms of grace. The unforced rhythms of grace. We need to show me where I'm at. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> there you go, sister. <laughs> yeah, show me that. I get excited up here. You ought to be excited. We're talking about walking out of here with a better life than we walked up in here. Amen. You ought to get excited about that. I stay excited. Man, I was excited even when they had to walk around with that little thing. Talk. Well, you want to take a circle, Mr. Fields? No, I'm walking for 30 minutes around this thing. I'm, excited. I'm just excited, you know. I'm excited about life. Right. And I want you to be excited about life. I want you to live freely and have a good life. And for some of you, you need to do this. Get rid of some stuff out of your life. That's right. All right? Because Jesus says, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. So if he said he won't, then who's laying it on you? Uh, folks don't want to hear that. Somebody else is laying that on you. That's right. Because Jesus didn't lay that on you. That's right. And sometimes you need to give it back to them. Yeah. Give it back to them. Give them say, you're on your own. I ain't carrying your burden today. That's right. That's right. Uh, I'm giving you and it to Jesus. And then, good luck. All right, go ahead. <laughs> In verse 30, he said, keep company with me, and you'll live to, excuse me, you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That's where you want to live, freely and lightly. Christians, you know why people don't come to church? We act like them. They look at us and say, if it ain't doing no more of that for you, why am I going? But if we would live like the gospel says and they'd see us full of life, see us full of joy, see us healed and healthy, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, they'd look at us, then they'll come to Christ. That's right. All right. Here's the but. Luke chapter 9, verse 62. Jesus replied, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in I, the kingdom of God. I put that. You love me? Yes, sir. When you walk out of here, don't look back. Because Jesus says after you hear this message and you don't go forward and you keep living the same way, you ain't fit for the kingdom of heaven. That's right. That's what he said. That's what, well. When you walk out of here, don't look back. Yesterday is gone. It's a new day. You just be going. Where are you going? I don't know, but I'm going because it's a new day. It's a new day. I'm going smiling. And I'm not going to be like Lot's wife. When my past calls me back, shame, blame, guilt, can't hear you. That's right. That's right. Going this way. All right. Let's finish this up. And pastor, a hand is a personal possession or part serving a function of the body. My hands belong to Christ. And I'm not going to let anything else get in my hands to take the place of these hands. I'm talking in the spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. All right. And that's because sometimes our hands are too full to do I, any work. I had, that's my notes. Sometimes our hands are too full to do work. These hands are going this direction. That's right. I ain't got room. Hey, I ain't got room for trouble. I ain't got room for guilt. I ain't got room for shame. I ain't got room for blame. Belong to him. 
All right. And finally, Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 through 14. I'm going to read this from The Voice. This is my favorite, one of my favorites. I wanted to end with this. It says, I'm not there yet, nor have I become perfect. I'm not there yet, nor have I become perfect. But I am charging on to gain anything and everything the anointed one Jesus has in store for but me. But I'm working hard going forward to get the things that Jesus Christ of Nazareth has for Johnny Chesterfields Jr. And I'm confident in that. You see, Sister Gwen and I have been married 47 years. This ain't a team thing. We, she's working hard on her journey. I'm working hard on my journey. We connected, but each one of us is responsible. That's right. That's right. Each one of us is responsible for our connection with Christ. That's right. Do you understand? And you got to, sometimes you better understand that. Now, I'm blessed to have somebody that's walking beside me and with me. Some of y'all got some folks that's hindering you. Well. Just to make it, some of them got a handful. Well. <laughs> Here. Christ. Don't get upset. Just thank God that somebody getting it right. right. And pastor, it says, and nothing will stand in my way. Nothing. Because he has grabbed me and won't let me go. Nothing's going to stand in my way. There's some things you ought to be selfish about. And that's your salvation, your spirituality, and your relationship with Christ. Amen. Don't let nothing stand in the way. Do you understand that? All right. Y'all quack as y'all listening to me. Oh, okay. All right. He says, brothers and sisters, as I said, I know I have not arrived, but there's one thing I am doing. Come on here. I'm leaving my old life behind. I'm leaving my what? Old life behind. Again? Old life behind. Again? Old life behind. And we are? Putting everything on the line for this mission. We're putting everything on the line for this new mission, and that is to walk with Christ. Period. And to live the life that he'd have us to live. All right. right. And I like this. He says, I am sprinting sprinting. toward the only goal that counts. Only goal that counts. When this thing is all said and done, the only goal that counts is where your life is with Christ. Because one thing I teach you all, you ain't getting out of this life. That's right. That's right. Right? The only thing that matters is where I stand with Christ. He says, to cross the line, to win the prize... And to hear God's call to resurrection life found exclusively in Jesus the anointed. That's the only thing I'm here for. I'm trying to get to heaven. I'm trying to get to, well, I ain't, I'm going to get to heaven. I'm saved. Right. But I'm working on maybe getting a little reward when I get there. Come on. You know what I'm saying? When I, when I, I want them to see, look and God said, there he is. That's Pastor Fields, Johnny, whatever. That boy works hard for his people. So I was telling the guys, that preachers say they preach for God. You don't preach for God. God don't need you to preach to him. I preach because I'm obedient to God That's right. to serve mankind. You see, and maybe I'll get just a little word when I get up there because it's all about me and him. Y'all love me? Amen. All right, let's go. Here we go. Affirmation. How many people like this message? All right, listen to me. Satan comes to kill to steal and destroy. He wants to kill this message, steal this message, and destroy this message out of your conscience. He wants you, he wants you to lose this message as soon as you get, get your paper out, as soon as you get in the car. Here we go. 
Everybody stand up. We're going to do the together. affirmation together. In the top right corner of your paper, we're going to read this affirmation together. And you ought to don't have it, just repeat after him. My thoughts are on high planes. My, my thoughts are on high planes. My mind dwells therein. My mind dwells therein. My heart becomes calm. My heart becomes calm. My mind and thoughts cease. My mind and thoughts cease. To be disturbed. In me, there is no failure. For Christ is within me, and there is no failure in Christ. I walk as Christ. I talk as Christ. I think as Christ. I have the Spirit of Christ within me. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I ask you, I ask you to, reveal your heart to reveal your heart and will to me. Give me ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to perceive and understand God's word. I give you all the praise, love, glory, honor, and thanksgiving, and thanksgiving for what I just heard. Just heard. Amen. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's go. Right. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right. All right. I'm not going any place yet. <laughs>